0: Well, I think we're about ready to begin again. Let's, uh, let's pray and ask the Lord's help for this. Our Father, we thank you for the wonderful time of uh, fellowship around the table we've just enjoyed. Thank you for the bounty and the blessing of uh, being with family as we shared that meal. Now, Father, as we share in your word, we thank you for the bounty of your word, and we pray that the abundance of your word would fill our hearts with uh, joy and hope and confidence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, again, if you like to follow the scorecard in your bulletin from earlier, there's a kind of our outline, and we got through uh, the first three points. So that's good. I like to get three point sermons, in. That, but that's bad because that means the next sermon has 11 points. Um, they move quicker, I think, as we, we move along. But one of the things that we'll see that describes the, the world of the tribulation period. Is there will be a one world government, a one world economy, and a one world religion, and all governed by this Antichrist figure, this son of perdition, this man of sin. So, uh, our point number four here, uh, we start noticing, in, first of all, that um, in Revelation 3 16 to 18, it says, He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their hand or on their foreheads and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name here is wisdom let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man his name is 666 now this is the mystery of the ages what does that 666 represent I don't know you know, there's all kinds of theories and speculations. It will be clear in the end time. In the end time, there won't be any question for the believer who understands the scriptures. They'll say, there he is. That's the Antichrist. Matter of fact, in Second Timothy, or Second Thessalonians, Paul says, you know we're not in the end times because the Antichrist hasn't made his appearance. Since we don't know who Antichrist is, we're not in the tribulation period. So keep that in mind when people are telling you, I think we're in the tribulation period. Some will say that. We're at seal this or whatever. Uh, Well, do you know who the Antichrist is? Um, And so, so, but notice that 666 will be part of it. It'll be a mark on the hand and the forehead. But what that indicates is you cannot buy or sell without the government's approval. That's the key here. Now, one of these articles you have a social credit score and don't even know it. Uh, perhaps by now you should have heard of and we've talked about here in, in, in communist China, they have a system called social credit. Everybody has a social credit score and they you know they track you and and if you don't have a good social credit then certain opportunities are closed to you. If you have a low social credit score, you may not be allowed to get a, a loan to buy a house. You may not, it, depending on your score, you may not be allowed to travel far. Like, so if you want to get on the subway or train to another town, if your social credit score isn't appropriate, you don't get to travel. So it, it can limit you. I remember talking to someone that, you know, that they had to put in there, they, they watch how many steps you take. You know, they, they tell us you should walk 10,000 steps a day for good health. Well, no if you, so if if you 're eating at the wrong kinds of restaurants, if you 're not walking enough steps, if you get four plates at the church social you know your your, your credit score plummets yeah yeah <laughs> I'm sorry i 'm starting to step on those toes, aren 't i so but but so so that 's the kind of thing well, so we look at that and say, oh, that's so oppressive, guess what you have a social credit score too, and that it comes through things like credit cards um Banks in in our country, in our society, it's called more an ESG. It's a system called it's, which means um, what is it called? You guys know it. I just lost it. Yeah, environmental, social, governance. So those, if you are not, like for example, um, if you buy a gun, that drops your score. You know, if you. Are, are, are contributing to the wrong causes that affects your score. You know, if you're if you're buying a gas guzzler, that affects your score. Um, you know, if you if you buy a green vehicle, that helps your score. I saw a picture of someone. You know, that said. You know, where there was a sign there, uh, green vehicles only, and so he parked his green pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> But, but all that to say, so even now, there are these social credit scores, um, and, and that affects, and so if you have a bank account, if you have a credit card, um, there you are. And here's the point is, I've been hearing about this in the last few years, uh, Christian organizations or groups of a certain political organ, uh, stress, maybe more political groups, uh, banks are saying, we won't do business with you. They will they will shut down servicing their credit card payments. Well, if they can do that because of political or whatever, they can just as easily do that for religious reasons. And so, it's if you don't have the approval of the system, you can't trade within the system. We're already getting there, and that's the thing with the technology. I'm not saying if you have a credit card or whatever that you've got the, you know you've surrendered to the beast, but the point is with technology, it's easier to control an economy. Back in the Roman days. You know, it's all gold and silver. And so it's harder to track that. In our day, it's a lot, lot easier. Notice this next statement. Banks are moving to freeze accounts linked to convoy protests. Remember in Russia, they had the, the truckers were driving these convoys and blocking traffic, and it was their way of protesting. And they were having a terrible time figuring out how do we defeat the, the truckers. So they used banking, and they shut down. Uh, the accounts of anyone giving them money because people were sending them money, so they shut down the accounts of people that supported them. They shut down the accounts of the truckers. They made it so the truckers couldn't buy gas. And you know, so, so just through economic click, you're out of the system, you have control. And now that leads into the next point there, a hand implant allowing people to pay with a chip. And so some people are... Are, are getting implants chips uh, inserted into their their hand uh, or somewhere else so that they can it makes things easier uh, i 'm going to show you a couple of videos here in just a moment, but um, you might think why would someone do that i 've been struck by the fact that um, you know in flying recently nowadays more and more people will just show scan my phone and I always get a little nervous, but what if my phone It'd be just like my, my situation. Uh, my phone would die just as I get there, you know. Wh- so what are you going to do? How are you going to scan it? So I was, I, you know, I show that, but I've got the paper in my pocket just in case, you know. Um, uh, th- that's just my nature. And then I've, then I've got a phone number. No, but anyway. Um, but wouldn't it be nice if it's just right there? Do you ever get annoyed if you go to the doctor and maybe some, you know, as you get some of you kids go to the doctor, um, but you get older and and it's like, which four doctors am I seeing this week? And it, it drives you crazy. You've been going to the doctor for 20 years, and they ask you the same questions. Mm-hmm. And then you get in the visiting room, and they ask you the same. It's like, why did I fill out that form? But so the nice thing is, but if, you got, if it's on your chip, you don't have to worry about filling out the forms. Life will be so convenient if you have your chip. Kind of like the, 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 the toll tag, right? Isn't that great? You don't have to stop anymore. You just drive, and they charge you, and it's It's simple. So people are going that way with hand implants. Uh, They're implanting chips in their hand, and then you can just scan it. Have you noticed now with credit cards, a lot of them, instead of having to slide it, for, then, you, you could, then it used to be you could insert the chip. Now you can just tap. Well, that's kind of, instead of tapping your card, you'll just, same technology, read your hand. So I'm not saying that's the 666, but it le- leads to it. So let's look at this first uh, video.
1: Hey, in this video I'm going to show you how Walletmore implant works in real life. After ordering a drink, food or any other product, all you need to do is tap in your hand to the payment terminal. Forget about the cash, card or even a smartphone. All you need is your hand. Walletmore implants are biosafe, secure, ultimately convenient and they are globally acceptable. Walletmore is a wallet of tomorrow. Get into the new era of payments and get your infant now.
0: So you can tell that's a uh, wallet, more there's an advertisement. Wouldn't it be simple? Wouldn't it be easy? And we like simple and easy, don't we? Now, here's another one.
1: When Elias Broadberger goes to work, he doesn't need ID and he doesn't need money. In fact, much of what he needs to get through the day is hidden right there, just below the surface, in his hand. like to touch it? Yeah. Oh, weird, yeah, it's yeah. like a grain of rice. Yeah, a grain of rice. <laughs> Embedded in his hand is a microchip that serves as his keys, his ID, and his wallet. Yeah, it's all in chip. so I just like to get around the building. Buy snacks. Yeah, exactly. Let's buy some snacks. Exactly. So I can't open it? No. Okay. So what I need to do is that I need to first blip my chip and it will log me in, mm-hmm. and from there I get access to the fridge. Popular TV shows like Black Mirror have imagined chips as part of a dystopian future. Install ingrain procedure with local anesthetic and you're good to go. In Sweden, the microchips are already here. The microchip implants use the same technology that's in contactless credit cards, which have made cash pretty much obsolete in Sweden. No cash. At this tech fair, a chipping event for those on the cutting edge, merging their hands with this new technology. I thought it would be fun, right? The process is simple and swift. A pinch of the skin, and in a matter of seconds, the chip is inserted. The transformation is complete. As for the pain... I barely felt it. But even in this nation of early adopters, not everyone is racing to get chipped feel less human i will feel like a robot i think i mean it's so much more data can go
2: into this you know when it's in your body
1: there's no central registry tracking how many people are chipped but biohacker hannah's wellblood estimates between five and ten thousand in the future do you think everyone is going to be chipped i think it'll be voluntary but i am certainly convinced that millions of people will find it very very valuable to have a smart device under their skin Human microchipping may be our future, but in Sweden, it's already reality. Sarah Harmon, NBC News,
0: Stockholm. Hey NBC News fans, thanks for checking out our YouTube channel. Subscribe. Let me look at just one more, just again, this is just showing, this is, this isn't uh, mythology.
2: Det är jättebra med att man har blett på chip. Jag älskar alla företag som numera gör saker och ting med chipet. Chip i handen är en väldigt ny teknik som kommer mer och mer. Och vi vill tillsammans med våra kunder testa sån här ny teknik och se vad vi kan göra med den. Resenären lägger helt enkelt in sitt siprio i sitt chip. Och när man sen är ombord på tåget och bordpersonalen läser av chippet så kommer biljetten upp. Så det är väldigt enkelt för resenären. Det kom ett önskemål från våra affärsresenärer som ville ha sin biljett på chip i handen. Med lite lätt utveckling så kunde vi fixa det så det känns jätteroligt. Jag tror att det kan vara en del av en ganska spännande utveckling där vi ser ett samhälle som slipper nycklar, kort, papper i all större utsträckning. Man har allting i sin hand. Det är ett smartare samhälle och förhoppningsvis mer hållbart samhälle också.
0: So, you get the idea, you know, convenient, secure, sustainable, there's no more, you know, paper and all that kind of stuff. So, um, that's that's a growing trend, and what becomes voluntary and convenient, eventually, you know, have you you seen something, you know, sometimes you'll see stores, we went through this with the whole COVID thing, uh, we can't do cash, we only do contactless, and so, you know, it's going to be more and more, well, we, we only do this. I mean, it's not mandatory, but if you want our service, you'll you'll follow the rules. Um, so let's go to the next one. Social credit scoring system is designed to modify behavior in Italy. Um, Italy is poised to be the first European nation to implement a social credit system that rewards citizens for their good behavior. And so... Um, So, again, it uses this implementing the smart citizen wallet approach. And, again, it's kind of like the Chinese system. Uh, For good behavior, you get more points. For bad behavior, less points. The problem is who who determines good behavior and bad behavior and how quickly you went to church. Bad behavior. Um, And so... And then the next point, imagine the compliance Pfizer CEO praises the ingestible pills with a microchip. You know, so have you ever been asked by anyone, did you get the vaccine? How many boosters did you get? And, you know, you're thinking, I didn't get the, you know, and you're trying to remember where was that, when was that? Um, well, here there'll be this, you can have this uh, chip. You can take this pill, the chip will be there, and that will be your automated uh, reliable confirmation, not just, you know, did you did you forge a document or whatever? Nope. You've got the chip so you can travel or whatever else it may be. Do you see how it's not that far a step from do you have this 666? Um, here's another article, microchip payment implants, biohacking trend or sign of things to come. Basically another article. These are kind of in uh, order sort of as I've seen them through the year. Um, a, a growing trend, microchipping. So first we did it with uh, uh, cattle and livestock, and then we did it with pets, and now we're do and, and then do it with your child. What if something should happen? And what if? And so it's convenient, it's easy, it's safe. Now this next point, uh, President Biden uh, is pursuing digital uh, currency for the U.S. Now what's the advantage of div- digital currency? Well, of course, no, no no counterfeiting. But also, there's a concern. There's a lot of under-the-table um, economy. People buying and selling and making money but not paying taxes. Uh, for example, just they didn't do it, but they floated towards the end of the year. You know, some of you... Okay, how many of you are familiar with Venmo? Okay. okay, with Venmo, you know, you can send money digitally. It's kind of... Right? It, you don't have to even... Pull out a credit card, just, it goes. Um, you know, and it kind of started, I think, with, oh, let's go out to eat, we'll split it, and I'll, I'll Venmo you this for that, or for the tickets to this. Well, people are using it for commerce. And so nowadays on Venmo, you have to say, is this, are you making a purchase? Is this a business transaction? And then the, the, the Biden administration was going to establish a policy that Venmo would have to report any transaction over $600. Now, granted, that'd be a lot if you're going to McDonald's with someone. But in other words, they're just assuming it must be a taxable transaction, and they were going to start tracking it. You see, so no, it's that when it's digital, it's a lot easier to track. And again, not only that you spent it, but where and how you spent it. And so that goes along with the whole social. But so you can see if uh, you might. Be tracked, wait a minute. you gave money at a church. you gave money to this cause. you gave money to this candidate. Uh, you didn 't give money to this, this, or this. Um, you can get locked out of the system so so this coming one world controlled economy, things are coming into place. now, how that fits in with the six 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 in many ways that seems to me in, in, in revelation to be a symbol of of um, submission to the lordship of the antichrist. You know, and so the believers cannot, will not take that mark. And they'll pay for that. They'll be locked out of the system. But in other words, that will be, in other words, kind of like a social credit kind of idea. Will it be tied to an implant? I don't know. Uh, Another area will be in the area of religion. So we're saying there's gonna be a one world government um, there's also going to be a one-world religion in the end times, um, and we see that, for example, in uh, Revelation chap- Daniel chapter nine, where where the antichrist takes over the temple for worshiping himself. Uh, in Second Thessalonians, the antichrist is worshipped in the temple. Revelation 13: the antichrist must be worshipped, and so this one-world governing religion. Uh, the CCP Communist Chinese Party's religious overseers are gearing up to exert influence over religious believers in Hong Kong. Remember, Hong Kong was um, for a long time leased by the British government. Then it was turned back to China, but with a deal, one country, two governments. Well, that's not following through. And so the religious um, regulation that was, is tighter on the mainland is starting to come to, to Hong Kong. Um, and so, just this idea of your religion must comply. We see that uh, there. I'm picking on China, but now let's pick on uh, the United States. I was, you know, we had a Bible club uh, ministry for years. Uh, it, look, we called it the after-school Bible club. Number two. Now there are after-school Satan clubs. Now, who would imagine that even being a possibility? In, in our country, um, stunning. So, But again, just this idea of, of trying to it, it move towards a religious influence outside of Christianity, to say the least. At the UN, religious leaders um, are explaining that they, they, they wanted a third covenant and kind of add on an addendum to the Ten Commandments Related to ecology and that sort of thing. A kind of a climate change issue. And so the third covenant was to build on the two referenced in the Bible. And the controversial exercise is deeply intertwined with UN efforts to bring religious people on board. um, So they're trying to make uh, ecology a religious issue. Tying uh, ecology concerns with religion. Now here's an interesting article too. The Abrahamic family house is 20% complete. Um, here, let me show you a picture of that. Here's what it's supposed to look like. Uh, each of those buildings, one is a mosque, uh, one is a, a synagogue, and one is a Catholic church. Uh, this is in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. So there is this center that is meant to be the Abrahamic family house in other words, uh, Islam, Christianity, Judaism all trace their roots to Abraham. And so here is a a, a a center of showing the unity of these three religions. So the emphasis, and so the more and more, if you say, well, uh, no thank you, you're going to be more and more out of step. Uh, the next picture, uh, this is where it actually looks right now. You know, <laughs> you know, it's, have you ever seen those pictures? Here's what the uh, the... Uh, architect design, here's what the engineer built. Uh, so we're not there yet, but it's about 20% complete. But here's the point. They're building it. with, And it's, it's clearly it's a, a religious, united religious overtones concept. A co- cooperation of the Pope uh, is one of the key leaders in this. Uh, and and uh, the um, uh, El Azar um, uh, University in Egypt and, um, and a synagogue as well. Abu Dhabi, in the United Arab Emirate. And here they are uh, looking at the next picture at, at the pictures of the designs. You can see these three religious leaders right there together. So, again, united religion. Did you notice that in the temple? All religions, all faiths. So, that's where you can see where this Antichrist is going to say, Haven't you heard again and again? Most of the wars of history are, are caused by religion. Religion divides instead of uniting. Let's unite. And so the Antichrist, I'm sure, will say, uh, right here in this holy temple, which was built as a house of prayer for all peoples, we're going to do that by worshiping me. Uh, so it's a united world religion. Is, and, and so I see these things as trends to see that as a good thing. Well, the next thing in the news is Babylon. Uh, if, as I read the ba- uh, Revelation 17 and 18 and some parts of uh, the Old Testament as well, the biblical indication is Babylon will be rebuilt and a center of economy. Now some, even uh, good Bible believers who hold to a literal interpretation of scriptures when they get to Revelation 17 and 18 want to spiritualize it and say it's a religious and economic Babylon, not the actual Babylon. Um, I feel like we should be consistent, and it seems to me if it says Babylon will be a center of economy and religious influence, moral influence, then I think Babylon's going to be a center of economic and moral influence. We look there now and say, nah, there's nothing there's nothing there, and this is modern-day Iraq, we might say, and they've been through terrible times. But you notice my second point... Um, First of all, that first article, Babylon, the iconic ancient city, is once again rising from the ashes. Um, Skeptics and cynics abound, but there is a growing evidence the Iraqi government is serious about rebuilding this ancient wonder of the world. But, um, But the next article is significant, too, in that Babylon, Iraq, has one of the largest oil reserves in the world. It's the it's second only to Saudi Arabia and OPEC, and so um, what does Revelation say? It's going to be a vast center of commerce. Well, if you've got a huge reserve of oil, uh, and and right now it's it, they're not developing it at all. Like the, a lot of the gas that's a byproduct of, um, of of oil, they're just burning it off, they're flaring it off, they're not using that and and they're not developing it. Matter of fact, it's mostly being managed by uh, Russian influence. Uh, the Russians are one of the major... and, and R- Russia and Iran, interestingly, are the two uh, forces that are really controlling and developing the oil reserves of Iraq. So maybe a, a change is coming when Babylon, Iraq, will become a truly centrally independent economic force. So. It hasn't been really striking yet but perhaps the time is not too far away. Now I just want you to notice we've already covered as much as far as points as we did in the first service. So we're moving better, okay? Um, Then there's the point now this one could slow us down evasion from the north. Ezekiel, and I mentioned this in, um, in our Bible overview as well but I think but early it, it, there's there's a question. The Bible in, in Ezekiel 38 and 39 says of forces from coming from the north, and I would take that as Russia, uh, leading a confederacy from the west and the east, or the west and the south from Africa and from the western areas will lead this confederacy that try to take the the take take the treasures of Israel. What treasure does Israel have? The, well, nowadays they have a huge um, gas reserve. In fact, they, they can want their smaller reserve could, could fuel Israel for the next twenty five years. They, and their larger reserve, which is under the Mediterranean Sea, uh, it, they're going to be selling off to Europe, which if, now what's interesting is they were ready to develop a, a pipeline from that reserve to Turkey so it could go to Europe. Uh, the Biden administration squashed that just in time for the Russians to put pressure on the oil uh, of Europe and, so, and putting all that pressure. So you can see right now, the, those reserves would be very valuable to Europe, but also very valuable to Russia and their allies. Um, so this invasion from the north, uh, the first article I have there is Notice the Russian companies that will get billions from the new Iran nuclear deal. Remember, we established there was talk of a new, um, There was a, under the Obama administration, a nuclear deal was set up with Iran. We couldn't get Congress to approve it. It wasn't a treaty because Senate would have to approve it. It was just a presidential decision. So when President Trump came in, he could he could undo the presidential decision, and he did. Now, when the Biden administration came back in, they wanted to restore that uh, deal. And what that deal did was it, it it was basically about how quickly Iran would get nuclear uh, devices, and the, the the limit was ten years. In other words, they didn't say no nuclear. Iran can't be nuclear but just that they have to wait a little bit longer. That was the deal. The problem was they've been cheating all along and anyway that's the deal. But notice, here's this many Russian companies are going to get billions of dollars because they're one of the major sources of technology for the Iranian nuclear program. And so again, Iran and Russia, that's exactly what Ezekiel 38 says is going to happen. Another article I have here is that Syria Uh, which is just north of Israel um, just north above Lebanon and right to the right across the Golan Heights Uh, the Damascus airport temporarily shut down by alleged Israeli airstrikes Uh, we don't see too much about in the news but it seems almost regularly Israel is bombing Syria but they're not really attacking Syria what their intelligence does is they track when Iranian weapons are going to Hezbollah the terrorists that are Uh, in Syria and Lebanon and so when they see especially that they're sending in smart uh, weapons uh, then they attack those convoys or those storage sites well apparently uh, even at the Damascus airport Iranian weapons were coming in and so Israel attacks them but the the problem is Russia is also in Syria and so it has to be done with Russian cooperation because Russia has um, air defense systems It gets very complex and you almost never hear about it here. But that just kind of shows you the tension that is right now. Israel is regularly attacking, of course they always deny it, Syria to deal with Iranian weapons. But they're doing the attacking with Russian approval. Have you noticed that Israel has been pretty quiet about the whole Ukraine thing? They're trying to keep, they're they're walking this this tightrope. Of, of not getting Russia upset or Russia is going to close the door on attacking Iranian resources in Syria. Have I confused you enough? Do you? Um, so, so that's Syria is in the play for the north. Russia is actively involved with and or in Iran, Syria, Ukraine. And so that's just my point. Russia is all over the place. Did you know Russia is, is in Ukraine these days? You heard that one? Uh, a few years ago, Russia took Crimea. We don't even think about that anymore. But that's all gaining influence in this area. Russia is in Syria. Russia's working with Iran. So this whole region is exactly happening as described of what must happen leading up to um, the evasion from the north. Let me look at my next slide. Now I'm confusing myself. Why do I have points one and two? Never mind. We can skip that one. How about wars and rumors of war? I'm cheating here. I'm not even going to begin to cite articles. I'm assuming you're somewhat aware. Okay? First of all, wars and rumors of war. How many are aware of a Russian Ukraine conflict? I hope so. Okay? Um, and that involves Europe. Europe's on the, trying to figure out how do we deal with this thing? But there is a, a an out-and-out out war where Russia has invaded Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine's not a part of NATO, but Europeans are trying to wrestle with what's our responsibility. If we let Russia go crazy, who's next? You know, go back a few decades. This is exactly what people were wrestling with when Hitler was starting to take property. And his first land that he seized. His argument was, well, it's really, um, they're really Germans there. The regions we're seizing are German-speaking peoples. We're just liberating our own people and bringing them back into the homeland. That's kind of what the Russians were saying. We're only, we're just seizing what's really Russian anyway. Problem is, they think all of the Ukraine is Russian. But, but see, see, that's what they're saying. And so the Europeans are saying, we've seen this before. Here comes a tyrant bullying and taking over a smaller country it didn't work too well when we just turned our back and closed our eyes and ignored what Hitler was doing. What are we going to do this time? That's a struggle. And, and so, so all of Europe and, and, and Russia has been attacking um, infrastructure in Ukraine and Europe is going through a cold winter because their oil and energy resources are being shut down. China and Taiwan, not as much do people hear about it, but China has been regularly threatening Taiwan. They claim Taiwan is their territory, um, and, and so they're constantly flying threatening fighters and this kind of stuff, aircraft, and, and making it clear uh, we, could have, we could have war in Asia uh, very quickly. And that not only is... Now, last I heard, I heard a report that was saying that uh, 90% of the chips... Computer chips are produced in Taiwan. So, how do you think that's going to go for us if those, if that's shut, if that's tamed, taken over by the Chinese? Um, that's a, that, you know, so so it's a worldwide effect. And of course, Japan and Korea are saying, "Wait a minute! If you're going after Taiwan, who's next?" Um, North Korea, of course, has been firing more and more ballistic missiles. They didn't during the Trump administration. They're back doing it now, you know, kind of rattling the saber and so that's and, and firing rockets they sent rockets missiles over South Korea they, they fired missiles toward and over Japan and I mean that's, that's an act of war but they have a nuclear weaponry and but that could easily turn Asia into a, a, a powder cake and then what's going on in the Middle East Iran is um, funding terrorists on all sides of, of Israel and, and keeps saying that they're going to destroy, their objective is to destroy Israel. But they're also threatening Saudi Arabia. And so there's a kind of a proxy war going on in Yemen between um, you know, forces funded by Iran and forces funded by uh, Saudi Arabia. Iran is, has its forces in Iraq, Syria, Syria, and the Kurdish regions. So that could all take off. And, of course, the Israel-Syria thing. So I think it's time to go back to what we did in the 60s when I was in school. Drills where we tell kids to get under the desk. That's going to help us in a nuclear blast, right? <laughs> uh, but all that to say, in other words, wars and rumors of wars. You look at all these regions. Um, it's concerning. And we could go on, but I won't. Another thing that's true in, in end times is the persecution of Christians. Matthew 24, 9. They will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. You will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Revelation 6, 9. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. There will be active, violent persecution against Christians during the end times. Notice there will be Christians during the tribulation. So here's some articles that just uh, from this year, I've mentioned it in church, uh, a Christian MP. Now, depending on your background, some of you are thinking, military police? I am embarrassed. One time when I was in Israel at a church and a, someone said, oh, if you're going to come to Europe, if ever come to Scotland, give me a call and he handed me his card and it was his name with an MP. I said, what's an MP? Typical American. At least I didn't say, what's Scotland? But, uh, <laughs> but a member of parliament, Okay. And so, a a member of parliament in Finland posted pictures of a Bible page from quoted with portions of Romans speaking about homosexuality, and for that um, she was charged uh, with uh, and prosecuted uh, for tweeting a hate uh, speech. And I can't remember now if it was two or three year sentence was potential. Eventually, though, charges were dropped, and we'll see number six below. But um, the, a Finnish court determined the Bible cannot be considered hate speech. But it was, I mean, here is a member of parliament charged by a prosecutor with a hate speech crime for showing a picture of a portion of the Bible. Um, and here's an article uh, from... Let's see. YouTube this week determined a sermon from popular um, Christian leader, Pastor John MacArthur, his hate speech. How many have heard of John MacArthur? Okay. Uh, and, um, and so they, they, they took down a YouTube because of his hate speech. Um, this was in January of 2022. And here's what they said. Our team has reviewed your content and unfortunately, we think it violates our hate speech. We've removed the following content from YouTube. Quote, there is no such thing as transgender. You are either XX or XY. That's it, Pastor John MacArthur. So that statement of simple genetic reality is hate speech not to be aired on YouTube. So we remember back when we were saying they're, they're talking about determining what is Approved truth, and so so this biological statement, uh, and so was taken down by YouTube. Um, next, Switzerland. Switzerland is uh, I mean the home of the refer- I mean This is John Calvin's hometown. Uh, it's been a few years, but um, they are now removing crosses from seminary cemeteries, which often goes hand-in-hand hand with seminaries, but, uh, but they're removing crosses from cemeteries uh, because other religions might find them offensive. Now, China's been removing crosses from buildings uh, recently as well, but, but here's Switzerland saying a cross is an offensive symbol. Uh, again, persecution of Christians and intolerance for Christianity um, number four U.S. Representative Vicki Hartzler of Missouri was suspended Monday for posting a tweet stating women's sports are for women not men pretending to be women that's grounds for suspension do you remember when Christians were criticized for not following the science uh, my next point there is number six I mentioned before the um, the MP has been the court has sided with the the uh, Finnish MP and said no quoting the Bible is not a hate crime. Number seven, China messaging app, I think it's called WeChat, um, is censors out the word Christ. So if they send a chat with the word Christ, Christmas, or anything else, uh, that gets uh, blocked. Um, number eight. Evangelical CEO uh, uh, ousted by Australian football team. Okay, we know that's not football; it's soccer. Actually, it makes more sense to call their t- their sport football, but we won't get into that. Um, evangelical CEO. Of, so here's a CEO of an of an Australian football team. He's an evangelical Christian. He he had to give up his position as CEO because uh, his church was too. Um, literal in believing the Bible. So his church membership means he has to give up his corporate position, persecution of Christians. You know, as you're not um, holding to the right form of belief and speech and action, you're going to be censored. So this idea of a one-world religion supported by the persecution of Christians Again, this, I confess, I don't know who this man is. This Greek um, uh, athlete, a Greek sports star, was sentenced to 10 months for a transphobic message of creation from Genesis. Uh, Let's see if I can read you a quote. Uh, here, his, um, here is what his chart really said. Uh, this is Vasilis Ciartus. God created Adam and Eve. So that's worthy of being transphobic. In other words, what he's saying is God created man and woman. Uh, And then then he had another post where he opposed a law that would lower the age to legally change one's gender to 15 and removed other legal barriers. And so he was charged and sentenced to 10 years um, but didn't have to serve time. It was a 10-month suspended prison sentence and a suspended fine of 5,000 euros. For Again, on the moral issue, this is where I think we're going to be first seeing the attacks. Persecution of Christians is growing, and um, it's going to be a part of the end times. Let's talk about pestilence. Revelation 6.8 says, I looked, and behold, an ashen horse, and he who sat on it had the name Death, and Hades was following with him, and authority was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword and with famine, with pestilence, and by the wild beasts of the earth. So, so pestilence and famine will be a part of the end times. And I just put in here the whole COVID thing. Again, how many have heard of COVID? Um, it was a pandemic. What does a pandemic mean? That comes from two Greek words, demos, democracy, demos rules. Uh, that means the people rule. Uh, pan means all. So every people group was affected by the infection. It has nothing to do, it's, it's strictly a de- definition of the virulence and spread of a disease, not how uh, dangerous and deadly it is. Uh, COVID was a pandemic, it was worldwide. Um, And so there'll be pestilence. Many were ill, many died, it had broad financial uh, and social impact. Uh, We see that in our culture, uh, our our schools are really struggling. Uh, Kids lost two years of education uh, for the most part. Uh, Developmental issues, Uh, Kids lost, because of the masking, uh, kids lost uh, a lot of the uh, uh, verbal and social development issues. Can you believe the the, the supply chain failures that continue? Sometimes I walk into some of our major stores and think, I feel feel like I'm in a third world country. Look at all these empty shelves. Um, Employment decline. More and more restaurants drive through only. We don't have staff. I'm starting to wonder if the rapture happened and we didn't know because uh, where did those people go? You know, I, you know did, I don't know what happened. But all of a sudden, um, so many employees gone. Uh, and with that came suppression of freedoms. That we became more and more, and somewhere much more aggressive. In Texas and Florida, there was a lot more freedom. Uh, places like New York and California, a lot less freedom. But, but freedom of gathering, freedom of, of all sorts of things, in, and, and emergencies were declared that that could set aside it affected their whole voting scheme. Uh, voting laws were were set aside uh, because of this pandemic. And so, but it, but all that. But here's the key. But and by the way, China now is is ha- facing devastating repercussions. Of they they were uh, very strict in their lockdown. They've lifted that and it, and it's apparently really taking off. Apparently it's. A variant of COVID that's causing quite some significance there. But here's here's the point. How quickly that virus spread through the earth. And so if, you know, and that's part of that is because we gather, because of transportation. So if something breaks out in, in some of this little village somewhere, it can spread to the whole world rather rapidly because of the way our world is a smaller place. And so that just shows you how easily um, uh, disease could spread, as will happen in the end times. My next category is immorality. Let me read some scriptures. Realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. Men will be lovers of self, lovers of money. Money boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious, gossips without self-control, brutal haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness although they have denied its power and avoid such men as these. To me that is such a description of our culture today. Second Peter two false prophets also arose among the people just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly introduce destructive heresies, denying the Master who bought them, bringing uh, swift destruction upon themselves. Many will follow their sensuality because of them. The way of truth will be maligned, in their greed they will exploit you with false words, etc. I'm struck by this you know to me one of the, the the things that just really strikes me in that first passage when it says um, difficult times will come men will be lovers of self unloving without self control Romans says there'll be love will grow cold conversion therapy uh, is going to be illegal in 30 days was an article published in December of 21 what is conversion therapy Conversion therapy is if someone comes and says, I know genetically and by birth I am a male or female, but I I believe I I really am the opposite. And so if someone is struggling with uh, what the Bible says are immoral and unnatural desires and thoughts, conversion therapy is sharing the good news of the gospel and saying Christ can give you the strength to live righteously. That's conversion therapy. That's illegal in Canada. So a biblical counselor to say, um, I can give you hope to deal with these this way of thinking. Um, in Canada, that's illegal. You need to affirm. By the way, I should just say to that, are you aware that uh, just recently, Sweden, which tends to be on the leftward side of things, Sweden is, is passing policies that says, um, medical and surgical intervention are the last measures. Uh, so for uh, gender confusion, they are, saying or dysphoria, gender dysphoria, the first line of defense is counseling. That, and all these uh, medical in- interventions that are life-changing and destructive, these surgical interventions which are life-changing and destructive, should be the last possible consideration instead of the first. America is at the lead of this across the world. Anyway, pro-family Canadians slammed the LGBT bill passed by the House of Commons in Canada that criminalizes conversion therapy. So that's just another article uh, supporting that. A major newspaper triggers a firestorm calling pedophilia a misunderstanding. As we normalized... um, um, homosexuality. Now they want to normalize this other gross sin. Um, Francis Macron, here he is again. I'm not doing well for the uh, Chamber of Commerce of France. He calls for abortion to be added to the uh, European Union's Fundamental Rights Charter. Fundamental right. Massachusetts Massachusetts high schools are pushing to erase gender terms from biology classes. Biology classes. I mean, it's just um, that. And again, Christians were called flat earthers for denying science. To show you where we are culturally, when the um, that that bill was passed for the uh, kind of legislating homosexual marriage here was a response of the White House the, the, the gay pride colors it was in December of 2022 continuing on um, Dennis Prager recently put out a column uh, in which he said this whole thing of transitioning kids is despicable, vile, child-molesting fad that the left supports. And I think he's holding back. Okay, uh, for those uh, who have thoughts about the Marines, the Marine Corps plans to get rid of yes, sir, over gender neutrality. If you call someone sir, you're implying they're a male. So they're looking for gender-neutral terminology for the Marine Corps. I mean, we would have thought that that's the last bastion. But that just kind of shows you this pervasive strategy. And again, for Christians saying something different, that's hate speech. Okay, let's uh, find something more. Uh, In the end times, the family will suffer. 2 Timothy 3, 1 and 2. Realize this, that the last times, difficult times will come. Men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy. Schools across America uh, implement the BLM Week of Action that calls for a disruption of the Western nuclear family. This article comes from February of 2022. Uh, The the Black Lives Matter wasn't just about race, uh, it was a um, you know the, the founders said we are trained Marxists, and one of the things in their, 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 their core documents was they viewed the, uh, the nuclear family as, a, as an, a, another form of oppression and so that is permeating our schools. California enacted a law that forbids the investigation of the death of a child if abortion was intended. That's another way of saying if, is if a baby survived abortion and whether by neglect or by active intervention the child dies after a surviving abortion, California law forbids investigating it. That's called legalized infanticide. Um, Maryland... effectively decriminalizes neglecting newborns to death. Same basic concept. Um, President Biden says students are like teachers' children. When in the classroom, the children are are the, the students are the teachers' children. In other words, the teacher can make the life decisions for that child that's under their care. And they do, and that's how how the schools justify not telling the parents when a child is choosing a new uh, gender, a a new pronouns. Uh, In other words, that teacher, that's their child under their care. They're the one who can make those decisions and protect that child from their family's influence that would try to teach them something different. As I mentioned, uh, Matthew 24, because lawlessness is increased, most people's will g- love will grow cold. I think I mentioned earlier that was in Romans. I guess it's in Matthew. Again, I'm just, uh, uh, and, and notice this is getting close to the end. I, I'm not even going to cite the articles. Can, you, can anyone dispute in the last year that lawlessness was abounding? Um, so some of the things, smash and grab. Have you seen some of those videos? They're just going in and smashing down and just running in. Um, I saw one, one video where the uh, iPhones, the Apple store, they were actually you know, telling people to step back so people could steal more readily. No, it's, let's not get hurt. And, he, and you see these pictures. remember something was a target. And these people just coming in and clearing the racks. No one does anything. Smash and grab. Have you seen some of the brawls that have been taking place on an airplane? Uh, it's just, it's just, um, it, it just it, it's been incredible. It, it brawls in, in public places because um, the, it took too long or, uh, to, to fill an order. The fries uh, weren't included with the order. I ordered the big fries. And people are, are, are throwing chairs, breaking, smashing, doing all kinds of damage over irrelevant things. Um, violent crimes are up, especially when police, where police are defunded. That's actually an article But you know, so but that shouldn't surprise you. Uh, Crime is up incredibly. More and more places are no longer considered safe. This is just a kind of collage of pictures. These are more and more common in America. Terrible, terrible violence. Terrible disrespect for property and safety and value of life. And and if you've probably seen as I have some of these videos of just random violence, someone walking by. I remember one that just stunned me. Here was someone sitting, I think, reading a newspaper or looking at his phone. one wanted a nice little outdoor table at a restaurant. Some guy took the table across from him and smashed him. Older people have been horribly uh, uh, abused, just love growing cold. You know, um, I, I, I sent, sent out to one, a, came across a video of schools in Japan. In the preschools over there, uh, it tra- showed them teaching, they, they play act a bus. And so someone comes in like, a, like he's an old man with a cane and so one of the kids pops out of his chair and, and shows him to his seat. You know, training courtesy towards the elderly. Uh, a, a girl comes in carrying a doll. Someone else jumps out of his chair so she can, he can give up his seat. You know, teaching courtesy. Now people are randomly, act, ran, just, just random acts of violence for no particular reason. Love will grow cold, lawlessness increase. Characteristic of the end times. My last one is uh, just as discouraging. Anti-Semitism will grow. In Revelation 12, uh, we read this, verses 12 and 13, Therefore rejoice, O heavens, you inhabitants, of the, uh, and, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Now, when he, the devil, the dragon, saw that he had been cast to earth, he persecuted the woman, Who gave birth to the male child? The male child is Christ. Who gave birth? Israel. And because Israel is the source of the scriptures and the savior, Satan hates Israel. You sometimes you think, what is the deal? Why do people hate the Jews? Because the Jews, for one, are the apple of God's eye. The Jews are the ones who gave us the scripture. The Jews are the ones who gave us our Savior. And the Jews have been promised a kingdom. If you could wipe out the Jews, then God can't keep his promise. Satan hates the Jews. So what is the source of anti-Semitism? It is spiritually empowered. That's why this mysterious hatred has continued for centuries. But if you know the history of anti-Semitism, how horrible has been the history, that has been the minor leagues. Satan's persecution and hatred of the Jews will be unfiltered, unrestrained, starting at the midpoint of the tribulation period when he is banished from heaven. It'll be the worst holocaust, the worst anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism seems so vanilla. It'll be the worst horrors ever perpetrated on on the Jewish people. What will be the response? And here's the struggle. I see the, the, there's a growing. You know, you thought, okay, we finished with Hitler, and we're, we've got that behind us. It's, it's coming back in big ways. So here are a bunch of articles. Anti-Semitic flyers distributed in Miami Beach accuse the Jews of the COVID agenda. And I've got a copy of the here, but I'm not going to show it to you. But, um, you know, the, the Jews are the, are caused COVID, so, you know, I, I thought it was a lab in Wuhan, but, you know, but no, it's it's a Jewish thing. You know, we got a problem, and that sounds like Hitler, doesn't it? Any any problem there is, well, the Jews did it. And that's kind of easy. You know, where, the, where did this come from? The Jews did it. Uh, Anti-Semitic crimes in New York City are up nearly 300% in January 2022. UK, United Kingdom, British, Jew record... 2255 anti-Semitic incidents in 2021, the highest tally in Europe. Britain is becoming the most anti-Semitic part of Europe. The former chief rabbi of Moscow is urging Jews to leave Russia while they still can. You know, one of the things we wrestle with sometimes we look at what Hitler did and say, why didn't the Jews get out of Germany? The thing is, they kept thinking, I know my neighbors. They're not going to do anything to me. These are my friends. Our children play together. I taught his kids. He taught my, you know. I don't, they wouldn't do this to us. They couldn't believe it. And then it happened. Well, that's why the, the rabbi, the former chief rabbi of Moscow was saying to his fellow Russian Jews, get out while you can. Anti-Semitism at Berkeley. I can so remember, one of the things that always strikes me about is, was when I was there, uh, the free speech movement has, had just passed and, and to me, it, was a, it truly was a free market of ideas. It, everything went, <laughs> but everything went. And, and kind of the attitude is, may the best idea win, and so I remember you walk down on your way towards the Sather Gate onto the campus and there'd be these student tables and there'd be the Student Socialist Union and right next to them the, uh, the Jewish Student Union and then Campus Crusade for Christ. And, and may the best idea win. You know, it's, it, you know all idea is free to go, and, um, and, and anything goes. There were so many Christians in the bacteriology department that I, I, I started a fellowship, a bacteriology Christian fellowship. That's kind of weird, but uh, we did it. and <laughs> We'd get together you know, every, I think, maybe once a month or once, every couple of weeks and have dinner and have a Bible study and kind of encourage one another. But but here and of all things, at the Berkeley Law School, at the Berkeley Law School, um, I'm so stunned by this because it's so out of character with the the liberalism of Berkeley. Nine groups in the law school have amended their bylaws in coordination with the Berkeley Law Students for Justice in Palestine to ensure that no pro-Israel speaker may be allowed to address their respective groups. So if you are pro-Israel, you are banished from speaking to, you know, sharing your ideas. Again, when I was there, my like Classic, I've shared this before. I was in a biochemistry class. The guy spent 45 minutes walking through uh, theoretical um, ev- evolutionary development of a metabolic pathway. And after he did all that and said, therefore, this is how we got here, and he finished any questions, the student raised his hand and said, Professor, I'm seeing posters around campus saying a guy with a Ph.D. in biochemistry from here, from Berkeley, is going to argue against evolution. That was Dwayne Gish. Um, how would he answer what you just said? Professor looked and thought for a minute and said, I don't know. Why don't you go find out? I thought, that's Berkeley. <laughs> May the best idea win. He wasn't threatened. <laughs> Don't go near the guy. He said, well, go find out. Think. But they're saying, no, no, no. If you are pro if you're pro-Israel, you can't speak on anything to these groups. Because and see, and that's where they conflate anti-Zionism with anti-Semitism. They go hand in hand. If you're pro-Israel, you cannot speak to these groups. Under the new guidelines, 90% or more of the Jewish students, as well as law school dean, would be barred from addressing these organizations. The dean of the law school can't speak to these law school organizations because he's Jewish. At Berkeley, in California, which is supposed to be the, the free-thinking state, but again, free-thinking is free right-thinking. No other, and that's, that's where we are heading. No other ideas allowed, but, but the Jews have a special place of animosity and hatred and oppression in history. And the Christians are a step behind them But we will share because we will both be enemies to the Antichrist. And the struggle is when, when we see and look around, that's where things are going. We're getting close to the end, and I want to apologize. I, I took a lot of flat because I ended the first service too early. I promise you I will never end another church service early and I think I have another 14 points Uh, let's go to the next uh, the application if you will is it clear I'm not trying to set dates okay are we clear on that I'm not saying this is and I'm not trying to say this is that I'm just saying these are things characteristic of the end times we're told to be watchful We're supposed to uh, watch the news and note the seasons theologically, spiritually, morally. And so I have these three at least responses Um, and, and isn't that perfect? Three alliterated points to close our connections. First of all, purification. John tells us, and I started with this this morning, he who has the hope of the rapture of the saints and the coming of Christ purifies himself. It's been said by many a a godly saint, and one test of your faith, and this was a part of uh, Jonathan Edwards' uh, resolutions. I don't want ever to do anything that would shame me if Christ appeared when I did it. The purification. If I'm going to stand before Christ, I want to live in a way that I'm not ashamed of how I've lived. How do we do that? First and foremost... You cannot stand before Christ without knowing him as Savior or he will be your judge. So the very first step, you cannot try to impress Christ with your righteousness. That's a failed strategy. The only hope before Christ is to be clothed in the righteousness of Christ by trusting in him as Savior. Turn from yourself, turn from your sin, and trust in Christ. And then follow him with obedience. So purification, prayer. Jesus taught us what? Thy kingdom come. A lot of people say, well, we're in the kingdom now. Do we throw out the Lord's prayer? No, it was a future thing. Why do we pray thy kingdom come? Because this world stinks. (laughs) You know, that's supposed to keep us always um, not satisfied with this world. And too often, if we're honest, we're saying, Lord, if you would just hold out just a little bit longer. I want to enjoy this more. I want to wait till I get this. Thy kingdom come. Pray. When Daniel saw the times he lived in, what did he do? He prayed. He prayed. We should be people of prayer. And then finally, proclamation or preaching. Christ is coming back. The best thing you can do for someone to prepare is not buy more meals that, that, that are freeze-dried. The best thing you can do is uh, fire prevention by trusting Christ as Savior and pointing people to the Savior. Uh, this should motivate us. Christ is coming soon. I want as many people as possible to be freed from the tribulation and to know him and be ready to meet him in the air. And I think one of the joys of of glory, wouldn't it be even on the way up if you recognize that's the guy at the coffee shop, (laughs) Uh, uh, whatever it may be. So again, these these things are not cause for fear. Um, They remind us where our hope is and where our home is. And, and, and where our heart is. It's in Christ. One of my favorite little videos of this, and, this, and then after this I will pray. thank you for the hope the blessed hope of the lord jesus christ coming for his people lord i pray that each one here would know him as savior and be ready to meet him father if any here have yet to believe if any who hears these words is yet to believe awaken them father to the reality of the truth of the scriptures of the richness of your gracious offer of the depth of our need and lord open their heart to trust in christ as savior Father, our hearts join together in praying for loved ones who have yet to know him. How we pray you would bring light into the darkness and open hearts to the gift of salvation. Keep us expectant, Father. Help us lift our eyes and long- longingly for the return of Christ. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.